motherfucker. Tell me what I need to do. I'm here talking to you because you know more than I do. If you want to be here, I'm going to get you to the elite level that I know you're capable of. Agents are afraid to do that. You got nothing to lose. This is a business that requires assertiveness. Action, action, action. Hey, what's up, Joe? Welcome we back. We are back. Here we are. How's it going, man? Man, it's going. It's going well. It's, it's going well. That's it's good. going well. Just, That's good. We're grinding, man. Really we grinding. Really grinding. It's these moments in time that make you stronger. These are the moments in time that I feel are necessary to really appreciate the highs too, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to go through some lows in life. You got to go through some moments where you're like, got to pick yourself off the, off the ground and just keep slugging forward. So the grind. Talk to me about the grind. So what kind of things are you grinding out right now? What does that look like? Well, we, we kind of had a, a restructure in our real estate team. We went back to sort of the elite sales force that we were known for before, mm-hmm. back to kind of the core group that we had. And I'm super excited about it, actually. It's a really positive change the way I look at it. You know, I, I wish the best to some of the partners that we'd partnered with. It just wasn't a good fit long term. And I think they could see that. We could see that. So all the right things have happened. We're still collaborating and helping each other. But Sims is back to what Sims was built on. And we're a production-based team. That's what we always focused mm-hmm. on is really like giving high-level production, hyper-agent production, and, and world-class standards. And I'm excited yeah. about that, man. Amazing word, standards. Standards. Right? I think we, we, had, we had world-class expectations, but now we've got world-class standards again, which I think is important. Let's talk about some of those standards, mm-hmm. right? So again, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to push you back, right? Grind. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that some of the top agents are doing right now knowing that we're coming out of January, mm-hmm. we're a month closer to a spring market. What are we doing right now to fill those pipelines? Well, I'll tell you this. Our highest producer on our team who consistently does 65 to 80 deals every year as long as he's been in the business, and that's almost eight years straight now. The one thing he does exceptionally well is he stays in contact with his past clients. He's in. He's commenting on their social media pages. He's making sure that he's celebrating events that are happening in their lives. He's staying in touch on the rentals. He's keeping in contact with some of the hobbies that they had in common. This is something every morning when he's having his coffee, he's doing his reach outs and he's consistent and he does it with discipline. And I got to say, it, I mean, he gets more referrals than anybody else on the team. So there's no, there's no secret why he's so successful and able to replicate the success over and over. It's nice to know that every year you're going to have a predictable amount of opportunities coming back your way. And he leads by example. One thing he also has, uh, every high producer does this, is he's very assertive in his language, right? When he makes a recommendation, it's 100% in the best interest of the client. He will never, ever recommend something that isn't helpful, but he's also not afraid to have the tough conversations or to tell a client, hey, here's what your next step looks like. He makes things very easy for people to move to the next logical step. He makes the the one thing that every realtor that struggles does is they complicate the transaction. And the more complicated it seems to a client, the harder it is for them to make the decision. And then they wonder why they can never get them off the fence. Well, Mm -hmm. high producers know exactly what your next step needs to be every time. So let's talk about complicating the transaction. So what are most agents doing? to complicate well, it so they're using very passive language let's hear some examples well, i think i think that this might make sense or hey i'm just following up with you guys how are you doing with your pre-approval oh yeah no we, we you know we've been busy and there's always gonna be an excuse right humans are gonna procrastinate forever right they wait for people to reach out to them as opposed to saying hey joe this property just hit the market i know it's not the ideal property for you however the kitchen is definitely something that I think appeals to what you're looking for. What are your thoughts? 
right? Just doing those little touches goes a long way with people, right? Mm-hmm. Showing them that you're following up, showing them that you're bringing value. And I think um, a lot of agents are afraid to be, I don't know. I think in their mind, they build a story, well, I don't want to be pushy. Oh, I'm afraid to ask hard questions. They basically let the clients dictate the process, which just makes them look like a glorified door opener. And then they wonder why they struggle. Passive language kills me, Joe. If I go to a professional, they're like, well, what do you, like, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Here's your options. A couple options or a few options for you. What, you know, what do you think? Mm-hmm. It's like, motherfucker, tell me what I need to do, right? Like, I'm here talking to you because you know more than I do. You, you took the time to understand my needs. Now tell me, what's my next step? What should you do? If you were me, what would you do? If I was you, Joe, this is what my next step would look like. If it was me and it was my house, this is where I would price it at. It's your decision, but if you ask me if mm-hmm. my professional opinion, if I was to do this, this is what it is. Yep. Not, well, you know, I think that we might be able to get that. If you leave any level of doubt in what you say, people pick up on it and it will affect how they perceive you and how they treat you and then how they move forwards. Well, doubt is like a fear, right? You plant the seed and then it just day by day, it's bigger and bigger until it becomes a very disruptive weed, especially in any type of advisory landscape, especially real estate. I think that is, that is a big one. Real estate and mortgages. Plant that seed of doubt and just watch what happens as a trusted advisor. And I'll say this. Even like some of the best, most successful agents, they fall into some old patterns. Caught it with you this week, right? You fell in some passive behaviors. And I had to, I had to call you out in a nice way. But I was like, Joe, <laughs> I got to say right now, your conversations, you're, you're good. You're not great though, right? You're, you're, you're not really handling the objections. You're constantly like buying their story. Boy, did that light a fire under your ass. The next two calls that you had, you had very assertive, confident recommendations. You handled those objections and you help people make decisions that are going to transform their lives, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm doing right now is I'm sitting down with our agents and I'm really focusing on the agents that maybe haven't been quite to their potential, the ones that aren't producing. And I'm really sitting down with them and I'm like, hey, look, you guys have ni- we have 90 days to get you on track. You're either going to lean in or you're going to tell me to fuck off and you're going to leave. Either way, I'm okay with the outcome. Mm-hmm. Okay? But one outcome is that if you want to be here, I'm going to get you to the elite level that I know you're capable of. I will be that guy that pushes you, that frustrates you, but because I care. And I'm going to work on your skills. And I'm holding them accountable. I'm meeting with them every single week. And I'm helping them change their behaviors from being very passive to actually assertive. Right? We're going through how to create urgency in the market. Right? Well, if you've got buyers that are coming, planning to come in from out of town, instead of leaving it up in the air, why don't you say this? Joe, when can you guys sneak out and spend three, four days here? What I think would make a lot of sense is while we have this nice window in the market where really we can go and buy assets on sale, I think it would be a great idea for you guys to come out here and do what we call an educational tour. Let's go look at some homes, take the pressure off, get some context for the market, get a feel for the neighborhoods and the areas, Right. I'll put together an itinerary. When could you guys sneak out for a few days to do that? Mm-hmm. Not waiting for them to say, well, okay, the weather's perfect and we're ready to come out. Right? I'm going to create urgency talking about the opportunity in the market, talking about what makes sense for them and, and say, when can you guys come out? It makes sense for you guys to come out soon because this window of opportunity is going to shift. Right? Agents are afraid to do that. Well, mm-hmm. I'm saying, well, you got nothing to lose. Right? Well, I've got these sellers that, you know, if the perfect house comes up, they're you know they're gonna go and put an offer there subject is to no perfect house. There's you know no what? such thing. No. 
right? Guys, let's have a real conversation. If you want to be able to make this move, which we all talked about makes sense for you, right? The house that you're in isn't long-term going to suit you. What we need to do is we need to get you prepared so that you know exactly what your budget is so that you guys can make the move assertively. Us trying to write conditional offers, right? Subject to the sale at your home is gonna put you guys in a position where you're very stressed out. You're gonna end up overpaying and then having to undersell your home because you're stressed. If we take the time, to get your home prepared, maximize the return on it, get the right flexible terms on your closing dates, maybe the option to rent back your home, then we have lots of time as inventory floods the market in spring, you'll have more options as a buyer, mm-hmm. right? That makes sense. Did you know those other options? Do you know how I've helped other people in the exact scenario as you? You're not the first person that's felt this way and I've helped hundreds of people navigate the market. Why don't we do this? Let's sit down and I'll go through what that looks like with you guys so that we at least have a roadmap that gets you successful. You guys need to know how to do that. If you can't figure that out, you're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. This is a business that requires assertiveness. And, and that means sometimes you have to say something to somebody that they may not necessarily want to hear right now. But you can position it in a way that gets them thinking. And if you can get them thinking outside the box a little bit or getting on your wavelength and understanding the benefits to them, okay, I never thought of it that way. I didn't even know that was an option. Well, good. I'm glad that we're talking about it, Joe. Ultimately, it's your decision. But if I were you, this is what I would do. I would get my home on the market. I would make sure that I maximize my return on my sale price. Mm -hmm. And then I would negotiate flexible terms that allow me the time to go find the right appropriate home. I do this all the time. You'll be grateful that you did that versus trying to lock up a house. And I'll tell you, it's very hard if it's subject to the sale of a home. A lot of sellers won't even deal with those offers. If they do, you're going to pay a premium for that same house. And then you're in a position where you have to quickly get your house on the market and you're rushing and you may miss the window because now all of a sudden there's a lot more competition. Right now as a seller, you have very little competition. We know logically as the weather improves and we get into spring market, we're going to see more sellers. Mm-hmm. That isn't a good thing for you as a seller, but it's a good thing for uh, for you as a buyer. So let's get ahead of that. Let's get prepared. Would you be opposed to sitting down and putting a strategy and a game plan? So these are the things that I'm helping them overcome is like, let's go through your scenarios, your pipeline, and like, let's talk about how we can create urgency and get people to take the next step. Right now, people have got assessments. Pull out your assess- Pull out the assessment for the client. Hey, Joe, you just got this in the mail in the last few weeks. I wanted to talk to talk to you about the fact that like this is not something that's accurate if you want to know the home that your value mm-hmm. in your home. If you want to know your equity position, this is not the document to do that from. This can be anywhere from fairly close to accurate to 50% off of the actual value of your home. If you're interested, this is something I do for all my friends, family members and past clients is I provide them equity reports. It's no cost to you and it's no hassle, but I'd be happy to update you on where you're sitting in the marketplace right now. You might be surprised uh at, at what you're sitting on equity-wise. Easy. Easy. Start with that, right? There was just a rate announcement. There's eight rate announcements, I think, per year mm-hmm. that, where the Bank of Canada gets together and talks about rates. Hey, just so you know, Joe, I, want, I was thinking about you. I wanted you to know that they, the Bank of Canada just met and they decided that they didn't raise interest rates. They also didn't lower them. So they sort of decided to keep things where they're at now. What this is doing is it's just creating a little bit longer of a window of opportunity in the marketplace. Every economist is talking about the fact that we're going into a recession, which means that they're going to likely bring down interest rates later this year. A lot of people are talking about that. What that will do is it'll move a lot of buyers who are sitting on the sidelines right now back into the market, which will likely drive prices. Mm -hmm. 
If you're somebody looking to make a move and, and get some assets on sale, this might be a great window for you to take advantage of that opportunity. Why don't we get together and discuss your plans here in 2024? Love it. Easy, right? You could do this, shout that from the rooftop. You talk to 10 people and you book one or two appointments. Guys, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is the stuff that I'm getting people to, taking massive action. So you go, two, two quick hits that people can implement today. Yeah, so listen, um, right now, action, action, action. There's so much momentum with the team. It, like we're just like, we're right there at a breakthrough. I can feel it. The last eight months of grinding and working and everything that we're doing. Sure, we've performed well compared to everybody else. But man, like we're so close, I can feel it. And I just got to get everybody really focused, dialed in and creating high levels of urgency. Right now is a moment in time that you do not want to miss out on. Love it. Right? Get in front of your people. Guys, subscribe to our channel. Comment. I'm always happy to hear some of the feedback that you guys have. Joe's feeling under the weather today, so he <laughs> wants to rush off this call as quickly as possible. So let's do that. Let's wrap this up, man. Uh, but guys, we really appreciate you. And we're just going to try and take this podcast to the next level. Let's go. Okay. Thanks, buddy.